Hello, good people, listeners and supporters of the Book to Write podcast, and welcome to episode five. I'm sorry if I sound a little bit unusual today. I actually had a dental appointment yesterday, and my dentist asked me if I'd recently suffered a cold and told me that my throat is very inflamed. And in fact, my voice is a little bit (laughs) dissipated, should we say. And I'm struggling a little bit. But as I'm heading off to Europe next week for a two and a half week journey, and then I have a couple of trips around the US after that lined up, I wanted to make sure that I did put something out there before traveling a little bit and hopefully it won't be too long before I'm with you guys again. And uh, I was thinking about it over the episodes that I've produced so far, four episodes and four experiments. I'm almost ashamed of the fact that I've not yet played a song by one of the greatest bands, one of the catalysts to the evolution of music as we know it, and particularly underground and hardcore and punk music. And that is a band called Motorhead. And I'll always remember my brother appearing at home one day with another vinyl, as he always did. He had always had a multitude of vinyls. And this one was called Axe Attack. And I, I said to him, that's a bit of a silly name. And he put it on and I, I said to him, this sounds like um, some people at the hairdresser who've got their long hair caught in um, curlers or the blow dryer burnt their head and they're in pain. It was terrible. And then came a track that just blew me away. And from then on, everything changed.
was our beloved Motorhead with Ace of Spades, a song that surely everybody knows uh, from the album Ace of Spades. And it may come as a surprise to you to know that that album was released in 1980. Yes, 1980. And speaking of artists that I haven't played yet, although I did play one song in one of the earlier episodes, is another one of my lifelong companions, and that is Morrissey. And I've been thinking about one of his songs recently because it's interesting, the more that you try to do, whether it be travel, whether it be a podcast, whether it be form a band or write a blog, when you publicize these things or when you publish them, it's interesting that a lot of people that you don't know tend to listen to them or read them or come along to your shows or offer support. But a lot of friends the ones that are not necessarily your closest friends, tend to be very silent. They tend to be very, I wouldn't say unsupportive, but you just don't really see anything from them. And and it made me wonder, what is that? Is it just because everything that is being produced is bad, they disagree? Or is there perhaps some degree of jealousy? Or is it perhaps that we hate it when our friends become successful?
That was the song We Hate It When Our Friends Become Successful by Morrissey from his 1992 album Your Arsenal. And interestingly, uh, although this podcast, of course, seems to have no time lapse for the finished product and those of you who are, who are listening, last night I was out with a friend and unfortunately on the way home, we had a minor accident in his car and uh, I woke up in a lot of pain this morning and went over to the emergency room and I've just got back home with the diagnosis of two fractured ribs. So um, a lot of pain and just what you need when you're about to embark on a two and a half week European trip across three different countries and four different cities. But life goes on and I'm grateful to be here, grateful to still be with you and um, grateful that nobody had to receive any of those nasty phone calls this morning. And the event actually inspired me to read at least one, I may read two, poems from a collection of poems called The Last Night of the Earth Poems by Charles Bukowski. And the first one is a really short one that I'd like to share with you, and it's called Warm Light. Alone tonight in this house, alone with six cats who tell me without effort all that there is to know. And that's it. That is the uh, extent of that little poem and it's just absolutely beautiful and succinct like many of Bukowski's poems. Now if you listened to the last episode of this infamous Book to Write podcast, you'll know that it was dedicated to singer-songwriters. I'm one of the singer-songwriters that I mentioned at the end but unfortunately didn't feature in the podcast is someone who I really cannot go without mentioning this week and I would like to play you a song by a musician I discovered through a friend of mine from the UK, Mr. Gary and um, someone who we've we've shared many beers and glasses of wine over whilst listening to and um, telling tales and just really enjoying the music and Anyway, here is a song by NQR Buckle, and the song is called Red Wine. I'll call you on the grapevine, and if the world hasn't ended, the doors are at night. There are dark lights and bright lights And the stars fall like snow in the wintertime See me on prairie roads The west is the best if you know where to go This is not even close to what I ordered But I'll take it anyhow So born of our problems 
a St. John's bar Drinking pints with wrong hands And the ice melts so slowly in my heart She walks in beauty like the night Montreal. I miss you like crazy when the snow begins to fall And the flicker of the morning's a warning light that's getting harder to ignore Arbuckle from his 2014 album called The Future Happens Anyway. And going from Charles Bukowski to Anne Q. Arbuckle, it's interesting that literature, music, particularly literary music and singer-songwriters seem to go hand in hand with alcohol. And it actually made me think of a, a time from my master's degree ceremony that I had in Exeter in the UK and um, I was there with my my girlfriend from Spain at the time and we'd had a dreadful time trying to get to the UK and, and my girlfriend missed her bus and missed her plane and was delayed and, and then missed the bus in England and it ended up in me calling the police and they almost laughed at me because they well I mean you know what what did I expect them to do? Saying, oh, my, my girlfriend's lost. She flew from Spain to England and she's lost. But the point of that story is that we, when we were at the ceremony and when it finished, all of the students who had graduated that day and received their, their graduation um, certificate were then invited to go to this huge uh, tent area where they had orange juice and, and different soft drinks and they had champagne and beer and several of us ran straight to the champagne area and we were drinking champagne and when we started to introduce each other it turned out that we were all the literature students all the literature students were drinking champagne but all the other students whatever field they they had studied 
were drinking orange juice or Sprite or Coca-Cola and and we found it quite funny and quite typical that literature students were the ones drinking alcohol. And speaking of England and speaking of singer-songwriters, I'd like to play a song by a, a gentleman by the name of Frank Turner for you. Sit down and one shot up. 
wonderful song is called Photosynthesis from Love, Ira and Song, the 2008 album by Frank Turner, who went on to collaborate with Fat Mike of NoFX, and uh, NoFX did a, a split album with him where they covered some of his songs and he covered some of their songs, and some of those songs were absolutely fantastic too, and I may actually... In fact, let's go for that right now. Let's play a NoFX song, NoFX covering Frank Turner. Just because we're talking about alcohol and singer-songwriters and we're just having a jolly good time here on these painkillers. No effects doing a cover version of Frank Turner's Ballad of Me and My Friends from their split album that they did in 2020 called West Coast versus Wessex. And speaking of going to hell and having the best stories to tell, the other night I was chatting to a friend of mine. He was actually sitting in a bar in Boston and I was here at home in Dallas, Texas. And I said to him, hey, by the way, did you hear that the former president, Donald Trump, was indicted for the third time? And he responded, oh man, that guy's indictment sexual. And um, that made me laugh quite a lot. And I thought that that was uh, very funny. So I wanted to share that with you. And in fact, that friend, when when I lived in Cambridge, also lived in Cambridge, and we used to meet up regularly and we would go to the Bukowski Tavern. And I wanted to just mention the Bukowski Tavern. There used to be two of them, one in Boston and one in Cambridge. The one in Cambridge was closer to us and it was one that we frequented. And it was an absolutely fantastic place with a wonderful choice of beers, some really interesting 
foods and unfortunately closed down during the pandemic. There is still today Bukowski Tavern, which is also a wonderful little old bar um, out just beyond the on the other side of the river, just beyond um, MIT and so on. And if you ever are in the Boston area, be sure to pop into the Bukowski Tavern and have a, a beer and experience some flavor and art of Charles Bukowski. And getting back to our theme of music, literature, alcohol, and all things intertwined, as you'll know, this week was a, a tragic one, again, in which we saw the loss of Sinead O'Connor, and one of the songs, I, I was not very familiar with Sinead O'Connor's work, uh, obviously she was somebody who I was aware of throughout my life as a musician, very talented and very beautiful musician. But one of the songs that I recently heard, even though it was released in 1994, was a duet that she did with Shane McGowan from The Pogues. And this was on an album by Shane McGowan and The Popes. And it's a song called The Snake. And I'd like to play that for you now. Shane McGowan and Sinead O'Connor. And I must just warn you before I do play it that the song is somewhat comical, as you can imagine, in the fact that Sinead O'Connor has such a beautiful voice. And this, in contrast to the voice of Shane McGowan, is quite comical. But anyway, here it is, a song called Haunted. Do you remember that sunny day? Somewhere in London, in the middle of nowhere Didn't have nothing to do that day didn't want to do nothing anyway You got a way of walking You got a way of talking And it's something about you Wanna be haunted by the ghost of your precious love Of your precious love First time I saw you standing in the street You were so cool you could have put out Vietnam All the girls ask, what's he like? I see he's kind of shy, but that's the Precious love, of your precious love, of your precious love. I've built my world around. 
by Shane McGowan with Shanae O'Connor and it's actually more comical than I even recall it being. Isn't that voice angelic? And I'm talking about Shane McGowan's voice. And with that, I did threaten earlier that I may read two Bukowski poems. And I would actually like to read you a second one right now. And this poem is called The Master Plan by Charles Bukowski. Starving in a Philadelphia winter, trying to be a writer, I wrote and wrote and drank and drank and drank, and then stopped writing and concentrated on the drinking. It was another art form. If you can't have any luck with one thing, you try another. Of course, I'd been practicing on the drinking form since the age of 15. And there was much competition in that field also. It was a world full of drunks and writers and drunk writers. And so I became a starving drunk instead of a starving writer. And the best thing was the instant result. And I soon became the biggest and the best drunk in the neighborhood and maybe the whole city. It sure as hell beats sitting around waiting for those rejection slips from the New Yorker and the Atlantic Monthly. Of course, I never really considered quitting the writing game. I just wanted to give it a 10 year rest, figuring if I got famous too early, I wouldn't have anything left for the stretch run like I have now. Thank you, with the drinking still thrown in. That was the master plan from Charles Bukowski's collection of poems released in or published in 1986 called You Get So Alone at Times That It Just Makes Sense. I think we have enough time for a little bit more jibber-jabber, as Mr. T used to say from the A-Team, and maybe another song or two. And with the recurring theme of alcohol, music, literature, 
I'd like to play a song by a band from San Francisco who sound like an old school English punk band. And this song is called London Drunk by the Swingin' Otters. Become a part of London Drunk. I myself an hour ago And I roll around that corner as I pass the post front door And in my mini change of moods and on similar escape I curse and spat up mercilessly in a foot of fucking grace Chaos comes in every day like a modern dress in rags Grinning like a maniac is my side in my face I'm back to San Francisco and finally at it Time for tell of the last rung Become a part of London drunk So boys, I'm gonna change the madness as a virtue They'll smash the punch, they let us fight Just what the fuck they used to One out, I'm not in Birmingham After the fan played We fought into the film of van Got out of fucking place About half a mile or half a man I was sucking for it, swag I kicked up on the floor But my giant hand can't leg Go back to San Francisco And finally at ease Let me tell you the last run Come apart on London drunk London Drunk from the 1997 album A Juvenile Product of the Working Class by Swingin' Otters. And I'd like to finish off today on a somewhat scholarly and sober note, uh, playing one of the songs by my favourite existing band, Bad Religion. And it's a song that struck me the first time that I heard it because it really is about growing older and becoming more mature, I suppose, more more responsible and understanding that not everything that goes wrong is somebody else's fault. There's not always somebody else to blame. Usually we are to blame and looking for improvement and looking for a change often begins with ourselves. And with that, here is my poor friend me, by Bad Religion.
Magical, my poor friend me from Bound Religion's 1993 album Recipe for Hate. And I would just like to say thank you as always for joining. Thank you for listening. Uh, feel free as always to reach out. You can use book to write at iCloud.com or you can reach me at every page is blank at outlook.com if you prefer Microsoft over Apple. And uh, let me know what you think and say hello and hopefully we will see you again soon. I will be traveling to Europe on Tuesday next week and um, I will try to get another episode out before then if I possibly can. But if not, I will return as soon as I am back from the old continent. See you soon.